0: Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Dr. Amanda King. Thanks so much for coming on today. Of course. We're happy to be here. Would you like to introduce yourself
1: and share what your work focuses on? Sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Dr. Amanda King, and I'm a nurse scientist at the National Institute of Health, and uh, I work in the neuro-oncology branch in the Office of Patient-Centered Outcomes Research, where we're really focused on how patients feel and function throughout their illness trajectory, and we, we really study symptoms. And my work is focused on uh, targeting psychological symptoms and developing uh, innovative interventions to treat them. It's great. Yeah. So you had a poster here on
0: a virtual reality intervention uh, targeting distress and anxiety in primary brain tumor patients. Um, for a little bit of background, what is scanxiety, and why did you decide to focus on this?
1: Yeah, so scanxiety is it's typically for patients who have solid tumors, and it's it's the distress and anxiety that patients experience in that time leading up to when they have their uh, surveillance imaging mm-hmm. to um, evaluate whether or not their disease is back or has right. progressed. And it, it can be very uh, traumatic for patients that period, mm-hmm. especially when they have their scans and they don't have their clinical appointments to find out the results for a long period of time. So um, a lot of patients either aren't treated for it or they end up on uh, medications for it. So mm-hmm. really our passion is to try and find non-pharmacologic approaches that can be helpful for patients and to teach them their own coping skills so they can use these things at home on their
0: right. own. So why did you decide to use a virtual reality to target this? Yeah, it's,
1: it's an interesting story, actually. <laughs> I, I came to the NIH uh, about four and a half years ago as a postdoctoral fellow, and it was actually a, a younger trainee that um, brought the idea to our branch to uh, use virtual reality. She had been uh, re- I think she did a systematic review where she was uh, looking at using virtual reality um, for, um, I think it was uh, sleep and other uh, psychological symptoms mm-hmm. in different kinds of patients. And um, her and uh, her, her mentor, who is also my mentor, Dr. Terry Armstrong, um, thought it would be a great idea and they reached out to the company and the collaboration formed from there. Great. yeah. Um, how did the patients like using the VR? They love it. It's a lot of fun. They, what's really cool I think about this trial is it launched during the height of COVID right. so it's entirely remote so patients can use it in the comfort of their own home and the caregivers can use it, the kids in the house can use it and I think what's really nice about it is that there's multiple different kinds of scenarios on the headset because we don't really know like what kinds are Mm going to work best because no one's really done this before. So um, the ones that I think are going to be the most beneficial are really breath-based. So kind of Mm -hmm. teaching you the slow, deep breathing. It's called cardiac coherence breathing. So there's a lot of scenarios like that. And the headset itself has something called a press shield on the front of it. So it can detect your your breathing pattern and wow. the environment will actually change based on how you're breathing. That's very cool. So yeah, so that's kind of one type of scenario. Um, and then another type was really helpful, I think, during COVID because it was just exploring like beautiful places, like distant right, places. So right. cities and the mountains and the Alps and when people couldn't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> I think they found that really calming. Um, Sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also kind of more guided like meditative type scenarios cool. too. So I think what's really neat is that I don't think one thing's going to work best for everyone, Mm -hmm. so they really do have a choice and they can choose their own adventure. I love this trial. I think it's so much fun to lead and to hear um, how patients like using it. That's awesome. That's great they have so many options, too. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Definitely.
0: (laughs) So how'd you go about uh, recruiting and enrolling patients
1: for it? Yeah so we uh, we recruit from the uh, neuro-oncology branches natural history studies so these are established patients with us mm-hmm. and yeah we just kind of screened to see if they reported distress um, in the past on their symptoms questionnaires mm-hmm. and um, really the only patients that um, we are excluding at this time are patients that have had like recent surgery or seizures right. or any right, currently we're excluding um, pre-existing anxiety conditions. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning we were just a little worried that they, if it was a more pervasive anxiety disorder, it might not benefit from this approach. Right. But it was interesting. We just did an interim analysis, and we actually found that a lot of our patients have those, just those disorders. And mm-hmm. we thought about it, and it's like, well, I mean, it's not going to hurt them, right? Mm-hmm. So I think moving forward, we're actually going to allow those patients and just see. Great, great. It works, yeah.
0: <laughs> so what were the uh, the differences after the study
1: in, in terms of reducing? We haven't looked at the symptom data yet. So the first step was really just looking at the feasibility, mm-hmm. that was kind of our primary aim. So, so far it's feasible, patients love it, we're able to recruit and uh, they're doing everything that we ask of them. Um, so we're, next step is to finish recruitment and we'll great. look at the symptoms data and uh, yeah, go from there. Awesome. Do you have any other future directions for it? Yeah, I mean we've actually already started talking to the company about kind of a larger randomized control trial, I think that'll be the next step so long as the efficacy data looks Mm -hmm. good um so yeah we're we're hopeful to to do that and expand out to other types of cancer
0: awesome this is really great to hear about so thank you so much for talking to me about it you're so
1: welcome thanks for having me